It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars special post-game edition of the podcast as we recap BYU's thrilling 30-27 overtime victory over USC. I'm Jay Catch, your host here on this daily podcast, all focused on BYU, proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Man, what a game that was. We'll get to some of the post-game comments from BYU coaches and players during this podcast, get you my thoughts on this game. A lot to get to, and a special offer coming from one of our sponsors in the immediate aftermath of this game we'll get to as well, that coming from All Guard Pest Control. Title sponsor of this podcast is Deseret First Credit Union. We'll tell you about them as well as this podcast plays out. But let's get to it. BYU upsets number 24 USC. Let's talk about it. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast, September 14th postgame edition, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's go. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And man, what a victory that was for BYU. They upset number 24 USC 30 to 27 in overtime. Absolutely thrilling victory for BYU. And I, I honestly, guys, BYU went toe to toe with what looked like might be one of the better Pac-12 teams in the entire conference. Truly an impressive effort from the Cougars. Really came away impressed with what they were doing. And I think they really showed that they've got some metal here. It's their second straight overtime victory, of course, coming after they upset Tennessee on the road last week. Uh, thrilling post uh, game with fans rushing the field after Kavika Fanua tips a pass that Dion Gunwoloku intercepts. Of course, they reviewed the play, had fans exit the field, but then they said, hey, the play stands, and of course, they rushed the field again, but just an awesome game all the way around, and I have to say, guys, my biggest takeaway is BYU went toe-to-toe with USC and showed they could do it. First down's pretty even in this game, 22 for USC, 21 for the Cougars. Uh, net rushing yards, USC held the edge there, 171 to 131. BYU held the, the passing game mark, though, 299 to 281. Zach Wilson, I thought, looked very impressive throwing the ball in this game. 20 of 33, 280 yards, one touchdown. Of course, he also had his uh, rushing touchdown on the quarterback keeper late in the game. Man, I'm I'm in the press box, and this audio probably doesn't sound as clean as it usually does, but figured I'd record something for you guys, get you some of my post-game thoughts in the, the immediate aftermath of this game, and get it up on the website and on the podcast feed, but thrilling uh, i i can't say guys i was at usc la- i was at tennessee last week and i was on in the end zone once again as byu upsets usc tonight and there's nothing like it the fan energy was incredible they announced a crowd of 62,000 plus at lavelle edwards stadium i would quibble with that i thought there maybe it was around 60,000 in all but any fan that left early in this game 
missed out, plain and simple. This, this game should prove to you this is why you should stay to the end of every game because BYU, just when it seemed like, hey, they might not have an opportunity to come up with it, they come up with some big drives in that fourth quarter, go down the field, score touchdowns, got a big field goal from Jake Oldroyd as well, and BYU ends up winning the game. And Truly, truly an impressive game all the way around. I thought that Tyson Williams proved to be a man's man once again. 19 carries. Uh, gained 100 yards, but ended up with a net of 99 after losing one yard. Had a long carry of 26 yards. I thought he was running like a man possessed. BYU played very well, I thought, on the offensive line. USC was thought to have one of the better defensive lines in the Pac-12, if not the country. And by, by and large, BYU's offensive line stonewalled them. Awesome can't say enough about it and the three-man rush for BYU at points did struggle in this game but it also came up big in critical stretches as well I'm, I'm not here to say that I think it's the perfect answer for BYU etc I, I don't know that that's necessarily the case speaking on defense of a three-man rush but it worked in this game a wins a wins a win and you take it and you move on plain and simple um I don't know, guys. I don't know what else you guys want to hear from me about, but just an impressive game all the way around. Kavika Fanua, who tipped that pass that Dion Gunwoloku intercepted to win the game, uh, ended up leading BYU with 13 total tackles, nine of those solo. Uh, BYU picked up two interceptions. Uh, Dion Gunwoloku with the game winner, actually three interceptions, excuse me. Peyton Wilgar had one in the first quarter, as well as, uh, I believe, Isaiah Kafusi as well. And I have to credit BYU's defense. They mixed up coverages. They kind of did what I thought BYU should do. Mix up coverages, uh, go zone, go man, bail out on certain things. Make Keaton Slovis think about it. I felt like BYU should have blitzed a little bit more probably in hindsight still, but all the same, they won the game. That's all that really matters. So there you go. Some of my thoughts on BYU. We'll have more of this. I'm going to rewatch the game this weekend, and I'll have more for you on Monday's edition of the podcast. But enough of me talking. Let's let you hear from player, co- players and coaches after this game. We'll get to all of that next. Before we do that, though, I do need to tell you guys, Deseret First Credit Union is a proud sponsor, our title sponsor on Locked On Cougars. I want to encourage you guys, check them out. You can call them 801-456-7070. That's 801 456 They can help you out refinancing your home, keep some money in your pocket, and help you go to more BYU games. Who wouldn't want that? You can go on a trip and go watch BYU on the road. Who knows? You can check it out, guys. Deseret First Credit Union, 801-456-7070. That's 7070. Or visit them at dfcu.com. You can check out all they've got to offer there. We'll get to player and coaches audio here in just a minute. Uh, a lot to get to. Kalani Sitake spoke after the game. Zach Wilson, Tyson Williams, Kavikan Fanua, as well as um, uh, whom I think, who I've, oh, Diane Gonwoloku, excuse me. So all that coming up right now on Locked On Cougars. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Right, 
let you hear from Kalani Satake now, right here on Locked On Cougars. I'm Jay Catcher, host here on this daily podcast to focus on all things BYU sports. Kalani had some great post-game comments. Uh, he came in, you'll hear him right off the top say, hey, I got to drink some water here. And it was a hot game out there. If any of you sat through this game, you know how hot it was on the field. It was a scorcher comparative to what the temperatures have been earlier this week for BYU. But let, without further ado, let's get to it. Kalani Satake's post-game comments right here on Locked On Cougars. So I got to get hydrated. Want to cramp up in the middle of the interview? <laughs> All right. Well, tough game. Overtime again, and uh, kind of put in a bad spot, a tough spot when we had to kick a field goal in the overtime. You know, on offense, and um, proud the defense was able to make the play. And uh, it's been really pleased with the preparation these guys have given us, the effort that our players have given us. And hats off to USC. They're a great team. Tons of talent. And I think they're going to do great in their uh, in their conference. But just really feel fortunate to get this win. And uh, we made some plays and and uh, you know, did some things that were a little bit unconventional on offense and defense and special teams. And uh, just uh, glad that we were able to get the win. I take any questions you guys have. How's, how's the heart rate after two straight of these? I I can do this. If we win the game, I'm good. It doesn't matter. But I don't know. It just it was a lot of fun. I just obviously we don't want to get have this be a habit. But I'll take it if. We feel good. We we worked on this these situations um, a lot in camp and spring ball, and um, you know with red zone defense, red zone offense, um, and so we feel really comfortable with what we're doing as a, as a group. And I have a, a bunch of leadership on this team that really believes in each other, and they demand a lot from each other. And so um, I think it's easy as a head coach for me to have guys that do it, and and uh, that I can lean on. And there's a senior leadership to everyone on the team. Holding each other accountable—that's that's what we're seeing, and our guys are growing and getting better, and we're progressing. Let's uh, get ready for the next one too. So, get excited for that that opportunity. Is there anything worse than having to wait for the replay that you've had to do that twice in a row to make sure it was the game was over? Yeah, I think they should just let me review it for everyone. <laughs> I've been pretty spot on, except for the one time I took a timeout just to have them review it again. It was more principled than anything, and so, um, but yeah, I just. Felt like um, you know we 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 did some things that uh, took some chances and took some risks that I didn't think were out of the ordinary. But I was just proud of our players and the way they performed it. I mean, offensively, defensively, and special teams, I thought we played really solid and and uh, just really happy that our guys were able to execute and just trust our players. I, I love our quarterback and he's right there and I want him to know that he knows that already too and and uh, love the way that he works with this team and and love the leadership on our on, on our team and um, yeah, we're sorry. We won this game, and I'm happy about that. But now we have to win and learn and have an opportunity to learn for the next one, too, because uh, we have a big team, a big time opponent coming to town again, and uh, really looking forward to that one. Where does this game rank in your career as far as not only the win, but the, the I don't know. I, I, I just – this isn't about me and my rankings of the games. It's just, I was just happy for our players and happy for our fans to get the win, and – I just, uh, as a head coach, I have the best view in the house, you know, so uh, there's moments that I was just a fan enjoying what Coach Grimes and uh, Coach Tuyaki and Coach Lamb are calling and the rest of the assistants are doing an amazing job, you know, getting it ready and, and demanding a lot from their players and performing well. And so um, I think as a head coach, it was just, it was nice for me to sit back and show some energy, but have a, just really just support the guys as much as I can because I think our coaches and our players did an amazing job. When you tell your defense going into that overtime period, knowing that you, know, you had a field goal to work with? They know it. I mean, they, they, they know the urgency that's involved with it. And, you know, we, uh, I thought defensively we were able to 
um, make an air, air raid team rely heavily on the run, and that was a good thing for us, you know. So, uh, and I thought our guys were able to tough it out a little bit, and uh, we asked a lot from that D line this game, and I thought they did an amazing job, and um, you know, owning the line of scrimmage as much as they did, and, and uh, trying to provide a lot of pressure to three man rush. I think most of the time we're in a three man or four man rush, and. Um, you know, and I, I credit our coaches for sticking to the game plan and keep working. I mean, I, I don't. We gave up some big chunk plays, and that's USC has some great talent. And they're able to make some big time plays and big time throws. Uh, but there's one that we gave up that was that was just a, a blown assignment. And then uh, I just love our guys. Just keep playing. They just keep working hard and they keep plugging along. And when we have that type of effort and that type of energy on the sidelines, I think we'll be in a good position. Kalani, you said a lot of the past. You want to see your guys play BYU football. That performance today was that the definition of BYU football. BYU? I thought so. I thought offensively we were able to use all our weapons. You know, you saw a lot of guys make plays, and defensively we were able to rely on our depth. We had some guys. I mean, we were fortunate in the first two weeks to have not have so many injuries and this one we get kind of banged up in games I don't think I don't know how severe some of the injuries that we had but we we're able to go back to our depth that we were trying to really rely on and those guys stepped up so proud of those guys you know and and, um, and the things that they've done in the offseason this made me so proud of the, the, how they performed today Do you feel like this is a win that can change the perception of your program well I don't really care about all that stuff man I'm just trying to coach football and have fun with these kids so Kalani uh a couple different times in the game, you had a, a short yardage package where you brought in mm-hmm. Austin and Kyrie and, and Diane to get a, like a yard or two. Um, it, it worked the one time in getting you the first down, the other time you, you got stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what you like about that package and what, what's kind of led you to, to use that in the short yardage situations? Uh, it's a package that Ed Lamb absolutely loved, and we used it last year. and, and um, you know, I thought it worked for us, and then uh, this week we just got it, the spot wasn't what we wanted, and you know we're an inch short. But so I have a lot of trust in those those guys that performed in that group, and you know we have a lot of things that go along in that package. So we'll see what happens are, are next week. Are there specific situations where you look to use that? Yeah, I'm not going to tell you when they are. So um, you just have to find out. What were you told on that USC touchdown when he was forced out and came back in? Or um, quote, forced out. I don't know. I thought it was offensive PI, but whatever. I mean, that's the refs have a hard job. I know it's really tough for them. Um, I had a good view of it. They can always ask me. I can give them the call. So <laughs> give me a flag. I'll make the right call. Last but few questions. Overall, I thought they, they did a great job. It's, it's hard. I mean, I, I don't know. i got to go back and look at it again. And I'm always going to be biased, you know. So, But uh, I, th- I thought really they made big plays. You know, we had coverage there. And, and the credit to them, they were able to make the play. Looking back to the first quarter, uh, you know, USC scored pretty easily on their first drive. But then their next two drives, you guys were able to get interceptions. How much of a, of a momentum shift was that, an accomplishment boost was that for the defense to get those turnovers? But we, we knew those were going to be there. We knew that we were going to have some opportunities to make some turnovers. We even dropped a few today, you know. So um, uh, we, we feel really comfortable with our opportunity to scheme and strategize. But, uh, you know, our guys had to really execute it. It was the players that were able to believe in the scheme and, and for the D linemen to understand their role uh, the three of those guys that just owned the front, and um, it took it took all of the positions, guy, all eleven guys making it work. And uh, listen, it didn't go perfectly, but I think we were able to establish that they can't do what we wanted them to do. You know, so we we're able to make them be a little bit more balanced. I don't know how many times they ran, how many times they passed, but um, 
an air raid team that ran the ball more than they threw, I think mission accomplished. Is this why did you kick the field goal on fourth and two? Because I was being selfish and I wanted to get the first down. Uh, that's me being honest. Yeah, I was. That was a fan moment for me, and I was just a lot of regrets on that one. But uh, you know, I think I think uh, Jake had just missed a field goal, and um, just really wanted to just. I, I believe in what we did, and it was an inch short. Short, so uh, you know, I, I have to look at it and see if I made the best decision. But I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe I'll, I'll do that again. Can you talk about Wilson and just kind of his improvement development in the last couple games? Oh, he's awesome. He, uh, he's been doing that for a long time. And listen, he started the second half of last year, so he's still kind of in some some learning moments, you know. And but he's he's learning real quick, and and uh, and uh, he's got an amazing football IQ, and he has a great supporting cast to help him. And then he has the work ethic that that is uh, that is is second to none. The guy is a hard worker, and then you match him up with our line, our backs, our receivers, and tight ends, and. I think we got something really good, something special happening. This is more the you touched on defense. Sorry. You touched on defense, but can you really tell us what it felt like to be able to see the defense pull out those key plays, especially considering uh, you're out a couple starters? I was just really proud of them. I mean, the, the boys that stepped up and made plays. I don't know who caught the last pick. Uh, yeah, and this is the guys that just were, they were excited to be on the field, you know, and um, that's all the guys. And, and the sidelines were all tuned in. We had all. I mean, we had pretty much the whole team involved in every play, and the energy was really good and strong. And that's that's nothing to do with the head coach. That's the culture of the team and the leadership and the, the awesome dynamic that we have with our players. Is this more of the offensive showing you wanted to see from your offense this season? Yeah, I have to look at it. I mean, I think, I think if you ask our our um, offensive players, they they want to do more, you know. But um, we can we can take this opportunity to learn, and I. I'm glad we can win and learn, right? So um, we're looking forward to getting better from this week. Thanks, Coach. I'll answer one more. I can answer one more. I'm a former you? player. So. <laughs> oh, thank you. How beneficial has it been to have Tyson Williams in the program as a grad transfer specifically the last two games? Oh, it's huge. And, and, and um, you know, he, he's uh, been able to focus on football and, and school. And, and you ask him, and he said this has been what he needed, where all the focus and, and no, no distractions has been all ball and school. And so you see the things that he's able to do on the field. But I, I love the things that he does when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. You know, and that, and that goes for all 11 guys on the field. They work really hard. And, man, it's just an honor for me to be their coach. I love it. And uh, just enjoying this moment and, and looking forward to learning from it. There you go. BYU head coach Kalani Sitake after BYU upsets number 24 USC 30-27 to in overtime. Great stuff from him. I thought he he owned the fourth down mistake, deciding to go for it rather than kick the field goal, take the points. But a big win all the same for his team. BYU now 2-1, and one, probably start getting some action in the national polls. I would expect BYU is back on ABC next week when they host nationally ranked Washington. We'll see what happens there. But some awesome stuff as well. Before we get to player audio here, wanted to tell you about Locked On Locked On Cougars, our partnership with All Guard Pest Control, a Utah company dealing with all kinds of pest control issues. Well, Seth, in the immediate aftermath of this game, tweeted at me and said, hey, Jake, I got an offer for all fans of Locked On Cougars. If they mention Locked On Cougars, you can get $30 off any service from All Guard Pest Control, guys. They are the pest control experts in Utah. They offer every type of pest control service you need quarterly service one-time services termite experts whatever you need give all guard pest control a call 801-851-1812 or check them out allguardpestcontrols.com once again offering 30 dollars off any service 
for this win for BYU. A fantastic offer, guys. Proud of Seth and his team. Huge BYU fans. Proud to have them on board with Locked On Cougars. So check them out. If you have any pest control needs, now is the time to get it done. You can save yourself 30 bucks just by mentioning Locked On Cougars. Check them out. All Guard Pest Control, 801-851-1812 or go online, allguardpestcontrols.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Let's get to BYU player audio here. We'll hear from Zach Wilson and Tyson Williams first here, the offensive stars for BYU in this win. Once again, Zach Wilson having a big night himself, 280 yards, good completion percentage, one touchdown throwing, one touchdown rushing. Tyson Williams, another big game himself, 16 carries, sorry, 19 carries, excuse me, 99 yards, an average of 5.2 yards per carry. He has been a revelation for BYU this season fantastic pickup on the grad transfer market for BYU. So let's get to it. Zach Wilson and Tyson Williams after BYU upsets number 24 USC. Back-to-back overtime wins for you guys. Uh, What's been the secret to being so successful as a team in overtime? Uh, I just attribute it to the fight that this team has. No matter the score, no matter uh, the time that's left on the clock, um, this team just keeps fighting and keeps fighting. and um, It's just just, uh, it's great just to be a part of a team like this. Zach, take us through watching that last play from the sideline. You know, the defense. The interception? Yeah. Man, it was crazy. I just remember thinking in my head, like, right before the play, man, how great would it be to have a turnover and just end the game right here? And, you know, Diamond made a great play. Um, I don't know who was on the who was on the uh, receiver that was able to tip the ball up, but, uh, you know, great job by our defense. So what, proud of those guys. What's that moment like when you know, hey, we've done it again, and then you have to wait through the replay to make sure it happened? Yeah, well, I mean, it's one of those things you're uh, you're still in that game mode. So even when you see the pick, you know, you're, you're still thinking about, well, well can, is that it? Like, is, is that game? And, you know, you don't start celebrating yet. You see everyone come on the field, and, you know, they always got to review it. And so there's always that split second of, of you know what, is, is, is game over yet? Tyson, what did you make of the students rushing the field? Oh, man, that was crazy. I've never been, been a part of anything like it. So it was just a great, great time because I know they were excited, just like how we were. So just to share that moment with them, it was great. How about you, Zach? Did you celebrate with the fans a little bit? Yeah, I was. I was actually getting, like, destroyed by the fans. I was taking some harder hits in there than I was in the game. So um, I tried to get out of there pretty quick. But. Zach, talk about what it's like to get a win like this at home in front of your in front of the BYU fans and BYU student section. It's huge, man. I mean, this is such a big win for us. You know, it's it's like I always say, it's easy to it's easy to go into Monday learning off of a win, right? I mean, we still got so many things we got to get better on, but the fact that we got to win is huge. And you know, I'm so so proud of this team for battling. Tyson, is it the number? Because you ended the game last week and we <coughs> ended the game this week. Is it something to do with the number? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't big know. time players, man. Yeah. Both of those guys are yeah. big time players, man. Yeah, I just uh, like I say, Don's a great player, and then you know we just all just try to work. Uh, we don't we don't really uh, ask for it, but you know if the play comes, so you got to make it. <clears throat> Tyson, what's it like to 
Zach, the last couple of weeks there's been a parallel. It seems like the defense making a big play jump starts you. You and the offense respond in turn and make a big play. Do those guys help you kind of get your feet wet and get the adrenaline rushing and, and get you going? Yeah, man. I mean, it's not just us. It's it's the crowd. It gets the crowd going. It gets the guys on the sideline going. And so, you know, kind of just flip that momentum back on our side. And that was kind of what we needed. That pitch play you guys used today, is that something you guys saw in the film? Or is that something you've had in the offense already? We are, the, the toss play to Tyson. The toss, yeah. We, I mean, we've already had everything. Yeah. And that's the best part is we're doing we're doing what we can do, and we're not adjusting too much about what other people are doing. So, Tyson, your mom wasn't able to, to attend the game due to work duties. Yeah. Uh, she served in the military. What would you like to say to Natasha? Um, I know she was tuned in, so um, I, I probably had to give her a call. But, I mean, I love her, and I know she's back home supporting and watching me. Zach, uh, when, when the offense got down there inside the town, USC gets the fourth down stop and they go 92 yards to, to get the go-ahead touchdown. What was kind of the going through the minds of the guys on offense when you got back out there? I mean, what, what was kind of your mindset after that going down seven points? Yeah, just knowing, um, you know, just knowing we can make plays against these guys. Super talented team, but you know, no matter what happens, giving up a touchdown or momentum's on their side, whatever it is, you know, we we know what we're capable of as an offense, and we know we can make plays. Rushing, passing the ball, whatever it is, and so we just gotta had to do what we had to do. Do you feel like as an offense you made pretty significant strides from week two against Tennessee to week three against USC? Yeah, I mean I thought we did well, but there's you know there's always so many things to get better on. I mean I got so many things I, I missed in that game that I, I can improve on. I'm sure Ty feels the same way, and so you know we're glad we came out with the W, but it's a great learning experience for us too. Zach, take us through that that. That final chunk yardage play where you were, you were able to find Gunnar Romney, extend the play, keep on downfield. Yeah, I, ju- I just remember looking for my over route, and uh, we had some pressure coming up from the right side, and um, you know I was able to get away from it a little bit. And I just remember looking up and seeing seeing the post runner Gunnar was wide open. It's honestly a terrible throw, but it was a great job by him coming back and, and high point. And it was a huge play in the game. I was happy for Gunnar that he was able to come and come down with that catch. On that third down run, they stopped you just short. It looked like you struggled to get up a little bit. Were you just a little nicked, or what was? What I just had you know like when you get kneed in the in the calf or in the thigh, and you got one of those little deep bruises. I, I got hit in the, and they got hit right in the butt, my left butt cheek, and I, my leg was dead. So I was just taking my time. <laughs> Okay, last question for these guys. Touchdown run in the fourth. I don't know if you addressed this already. Do you, was that a design quarterback draw? Yeah. Did you see something? Yeah, great play call. I mean, we had uh, almost almost everyone in the secondary out of the box, and, um, you know, we had routes tagged, and, you know, it's kind of um, take what they give us. And, and on that one, uh, we had a perfect design to, to have the quarterback run it up the middle. There you go, Zach Wilson and Tyson Williams. They are excited about that win. Who can blame them? A fantastic win for BYU as they take down the number 24 USC Trojans, 30-27. to Now let's talk about the guys who won the game for BYU. Kavika Fanua tipped the ball. Diane Gonwoloku collected the interception to seal the win. Well, they spoke after the game right here, and you'll hear it right here on Locked On Cougars. Diane, take us through that, that interception, that play, and then what the, the, the aftermath was like. Uh, it was crazy. Like we knew they were trying to get some quick throws, like deep comebacks and stuff. And they obviously, I was just running to the ball. Like the linebacker Kavika and them, they made the play, and I seen the ball pop up. And like Coach always said, chips and overthrows, we got to get them. Kavika, did you know that he intercepted that initially? To be honest, I was when the crowd rushed the field, I was jumping up and down. I just tried to grab one person. I said, what happened? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I would cheer for, but something happened, so I was just happy. Kavita, walk us through what you saw in that final play and how did you get hands on the ball, hands on the arm of the wide receiver? Honestly, just 
again, just reading the quarterback, doing my job, um, doing the 111, and just I saw him look back into the middle. I, I saw I wanted to pick it, but instead I just tried to get a hand on it, and luckily Dion was there to pick it. So. Dion, the defense seemed to get better in the second half. What changed for you guys to just uh, limit what they did? Uh, first of all, like we just wanted to like our D line did a great job in like creating pressure because I know we like struggled with that in the past and just uh, changing up the the coverage type, just like messing with the quarterback's head. He's a young quarterback, so it was like you can play up and then bail and stuff. So just messing with the quarterback's head—that's one thing we try to change and work on. And it was working a little bit, but you just like look one way and then roll out to the other way. So it was just like messing with the quarterback. You guys are seniors. What do you think this kind of win can do for you for the program as a whole? I think it's big. Like we don't, we play good away in big, like big games like Tennessee like that, and it's good winning there and like seeing all the fans there. But it's obviously seeing this environment at home is just it's crazy seeing our fans happy, seeing them rush the field. That's what like that's what we live for. We want to win in front of them and protect Lavelle's house, and uh, that's what we did. And it was just like an exciting moment. And just I don't know what even thing I got trampled and I seen fans I, I don't know how they got on the field so fast I was like who are you you know how <laughs> just random people like quick I was like they're just going fast but it's just a good feeling Diane you score a touchdown and, uh, and get the game clinching interception is this kind of the game that you, you dream about and why you can't oh yeah I just want I just want to be a playmaker like offense defense special teams I just go 100 doesn't matter that's how you make just making plays no matter what coach wants you to go play and I take pride in like uh, special teams, especially just that's like your plus one. That's how you get your extra uh, tackles in, working on stuff. So I really enjoy that. Diane Vico, my question on what what this win can do for the program? Oh man, it just builds the confidence, really. Um, just even going to the end of the to the game, we had no doubt that we were going to win it, just like Tennessee. So that confidence boost, um, being away, we're always good. And now we're just trying to get that confidence back in. Um, the home stadium. Diane, what's it like to go through that replay? Because, I mean, you're the only one that had the ball and, you know, knew what happened with the ball, but you got to wait and see if the refs are going to yeah. confirm it or overturn it, and then you might have to go back out on the field or, you know, you don't know what, what what's that moment like. It was crazy. Like, I knew I caught it. Like, Micah rushed up to me. I was like, bro, I caught it. Like, because I knocked the wind out myself to keep my hands underneath. I was like, I don't care if I get hurt. I just, I woke up. I was, mm, but, you know, <laughs> I knocked the wind out myself. So I was for sure, like, caught it. And, but you know the refs, you never know what's gonna happen. So me and Mike were just on the bench, just like, bro, this, like it's good, we, like we got this. So we didn't like have any doubt that I didn't catch it, but it turned out on our side. So was well, this kind of redemptive because the disputed call that went their way on the touchdown? On me? Yeah, wasn't that on you? Yeah. Okay. So it was. I don't know. It was just like it was a PI, but you know. On to the next one. I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep challenging you. I don't care if you're gonna, the ref's gonna give you that touchdown. Like, I'm gonna keep challenging you. That short yardage package you guys used. How did you get involved in being on in that package? Like I said, coach called my number. I was like, I'm here. They had Tyson on there behind me. And I'm like, please call me. Like, I can run too. No, <laughs> uh, even in high school, we would go against each other too. So yeah, so I'm like, I played running back. I got some yeah. experience. Yeah. But David, you moved around a lot. Safety, outside linebacker, running back, now middle linebacker. You led the team in tackles, I believe. How does it feel? That, does it feel like you finally found a home as middle linebacker? Um, I'm still willing to learn new, new positions all the time, but it feels amazing that I can stay in one spot for right now. <laughs>
Diane, how was it working with some new guys considering Sawyer and Zane both different playing in this game? Uh, it was like we trust all of our guys in the secondary and like it's all about communications. Is if you call the if they safety if the safeties give us a wrong call, like as long as we're on the same page, it's right. Okay. So that's just how it is. And they did a great job out there. They didn't panic. They just did their job. Any other questions? Tabika, you've had two of these in a row. What's that like on the heart rate? Or is this what you want for college, you know, from being a college football player to play in these types of exciting down to the wire games? I mean, it sucks when you're killing the team by halftime and then you have to go out. Can't can't play anymore, but Man, we live for this. Just, it's an amazing feeling um, to be with our with our brothers out there, like going to the final minute. So, do you feel like the uh, in this home setting that's been difficult to win? Um, do you feel like the fans stepped up and were pretty loud in this game? Big time. Like on a third down play, they had to call a timeout, and like that's like the feeling it was like when we were at Tennessee. Like their fans were so loud. Like we had to like change things up on offense, and I felt that. When their offense was going, and they called that time, I was like, yeah, that's what it's about. You feel me? Lavelle's house is rocking right now. <laughs> there you go. Diane Gonwoloku and Kavika Fanua speaking after BYU upsets number 24 USC. A fantastic win for BYU. Celebrate BYU fans. It is a fantastic night to be a Cougar fan. Go crazy. The fans were rushing the field. I posted some video on my Twitter feed, at Jacob C. Hatch. You can see I was standing right there by the student section, and fans just started streaming onto the field after that interception for Dion Gonwoloku. Fantastic way to win the game all the way around. You get the field goal, and then you just end it right there with the turnover. Fantastic night if you're a BYU fan, guys. That'll do it for this special edition of Locked on Cougars. Reminder for you guys, our title sponsor on Locked on Cougars is Deseret First Credit Union. Also brought to you today by All Guard Pest Control. 30 bucks off any service by All Guard Pest Control if you mention Locked on Cougars. A fantastic offer. Can't thank Seth and his team enough for that special offer for our listeners. We'll catch you guys on Monday. Have a more of a recap, rewatch this game take more of my takeaways on this game more of a detailed analysis of course we'll have BYU press conference audio coming up next week interviews we'll have everything covered for you because this is your daily podcast focused on BYU and can't thank you guys once again for all of your continued support of the podcast we will talk to you soon this is Jay Catch signing off from the press box at Lavelle Edwards Stadium BYU upsets number 24 USC 30 to 27 tonight in Provo Cougar fans celebrate fantastic win the Cougars are 2-1 and one with Washington coming to town. This has been Locked On Cougars for September 14th, 2019. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.